Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now for our story. The cool light of the early morning was fast being dissipated by the sun. Two young people were walking along the road that connects Wakefield with Camp Downing. The man with the sergeant's stripes on his sleeve was Bill Mead. The girl was Aunt Mary's niece, Peggy. Perhaps it was their youth, or the quality of the morning, or the idyllic countryside. But if you had passed them, you'd have smiled and thought that they belonged to each other, those two. That they were in love. But only if you'd seen them, not if you had heard what they were saying. Suddenly, Bill Mead was staring helplessly after Peggy as she turned and was walking quickly back toward her aunt's farm. Her hands were clenched. The way she walked betrayed anger. But if she had dared to speak, Peggy Douglas would have burst into tears. Suddenly, she saw Jane, her friend from next door, come out of the plumber's gate and go over to the mailbox. Peggy looked around for means of escape, but it was too late. The friend Jane had already seen her, was waving gaily. Hey there. What are you doing out so early? Hello, Jane. I was just taking a walk. Well, I guess the mail hasn't been by yet. No, I guess not. What's the matter with you? Nothing. Well, well I don't know. You look as though you just lost your best friend or something. Oh, tell me, what is it? Nothing. Oh, did I say something? No. No, of course not. Look, why don't you come in the house and have some coffee? I'll get the kids out of the way so they won't touch you. Oh, it's just the same thing. I don't feel like seeing anyone. Okay. But I wish you'd tell me what it is. Oh, just one of those things. Case of blues, I guess. Oh, well, what are you going to do today, Jane? Besides, write to that cousin of mine. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I had planned to write to Randy. I thought he'd be interested in Wakefield sudden claim the same. What are you talking about? You mean you haven't heard? No. Wakefield's going to be in the movie. What? Mm-hmm. They're making some sort of documentary film about life in a small town or something or other. Anyway, it's been chosen as a typical community. <laughs> some of the citizens don't like that, I can tell you. They don't think Wakefield's typical at all. They think it's unique. I guess they'll be starting pretty soon. I understand some of the men who are working on it are already in town at the Brown Palace. I think it'll be loads of fun myself. Elizabeth came home last night and said it was worth your life to get an appointment at the beauty parlor. All the gals in town probably think they're going to get to realize their secret ambition to be in the movies. <laughs> Would be kind of fun, though, wouldn't it? What? I don't think you've heard a word I've said. I'm sorry, Tina. Look, I've got to go. I'll see you later. Oh, no, you don't. This is more than just a case of the blues. What is it, honey? Oh, would you really rather not talk about it? Oh, 
Jane, you remember what I told you a few days ago about how things always worked out for people if they were right for each other. I was quite a cheerful kid. And I take it all back. Something's happened between you and Bill. I don't know that anything's happened. But I think I finally awakened to the way things really are. There's one thing I loathe and despise. Someone who hasn't the nerve to be honest. If Bill had only come to me, told me right out that he didn't intend to divorce Kit, that everything was off. Instead, he told me he couldn't discuss Kit or our future right now. I know. You told me that. I thought he seemed sincere. So did I. So I told him that he wouldn't have to give me any explanation. That I had faith in us and... Oh, when I think of all the things I said. But it seems so right. Peggy, I don't know too much about this affair, and I only know Bill casually. But somehow I can't imagine he's doing anything but completely honest with you. Jane, I was willing to accept everything his way, to have everything the way he wanted it. That's what I thought he wanted this morning he came by to tell me that he didn't think we should see each other anymore. Well, he needn't worry. I've finally gotten his point. Guess I've been a little slow. Oh, Peggy. He won't be bothered with me anymore. I'm through. But, Peggy, he wouldn't have come to you that first time and, and talked to you about his marriage and... Well, he told you that he was going to get a divorce and all. Yeah, I know. He may have meant it at the time. But he's changed his mind, I guess. Oh, Jane, no man who loved you would put you through a thing like this. Give you all the, the vague conversation Bill's given me. What is all this he can't tell me? He could if he wanted to. So anything to explain. Just a sap to be in love with him. But this time I'm through. You say that. Well, what can you do if you love him? There's plenty I can do. I'm through with mooning around for one thing. I'm tired of letting life pass me by. I'm going to stop wasting my time and get some fun out of living for a change. Well, I still think you may be misjudging, Bill. There must be something wrong between him and his wife. I mean, after all, she's going to California. I know. I wonder why she went out west. Well, not to get a divorce, I can tell you that. Frankly, I'm not even curious anymore as to why she has gone. I don't care one way or the other. I just can't imagine Bill's doing as, well, as underhanded as you think he is, Peggy. There must be some explanation. All right. You tell me. No, Jane, there isn't any. You see, that's the answer. There isn't any other answer to his actions. And in Wakefield, there's someone else who is deeply concerned and curious as to the state of affairs between Bill Mead and his wife. Ben Calvert, Kit Mead's father, still puzzled and irritated from the night before, comes into his office. The secretary, Miss Ward, looks up pleasantly and says, Good morning, Ben. Morning, Jesse. Here, I'll take your hat. Say, hey. Is that McGuire's telephone yet? No, but I'm trying to get him. I, um, I hope you're in a good mood this morning, Ben. Why? Well, you remember several days ago I talked to you about taking a vacation? Hmm. What's this? Oh, I don't know. I haven't had a chance to go through the men. About my vacation. Well, what about the ten days? You said it was... Mm. Anyway, 
This morning I went by the station, and by very great luck was able to get a ticket, so I bought it. Of course, if it isn't convenient, I can turn it back in. But since there was one available... Oh, go on, go on. You can find somebody around here who can type. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I'll be leaving tomorrow. No. Huh. You are in a hurry. Well, it's the only space I could get, but... Good mind, then. Well, I... If I minded, it wouldn't do me a darn bit of good. Go ahead and get it over with. What's the matter with you? I think you're angry at my going. No, I'm not angry at your going. Indigestion again? That son-in-law of mine gives me a pain, but it's not indigestion. Oh, you've seen Bill. Yes, I was over there last night. Cheeky young devil. <laughs> Couldn't you get anything out of him, Ben? Well, I think I accomplished one thing. I don't believe Sergeant Mead will be seeing Peggy Douglas anymore. Oh? Jesse, I believe I know now why she wouldn't talk to me about this trip. Her pride wouldn't let her admit it. If she were going to do it, it's just the sort to go away and do it quietly. Do what? Get a divorce. I think she's in Reno, Jesse. Not in California. Really? Yes. Bill was just a little too quick in denying it. And what cinched it for me was that Bill refused to give me her address. But she... Oh, you don't know where Kit's thing? No. Bill said Kit didn't want anyone to know. Well, if Kit's lost her good sense, I haven't. She's not going to be made a fool of because of Mary Lane's niece, I can tell you that. So you're still going to make her come back, then? I am. You know, you may not be able to do that, even if you do make it difficult for her financially, if you don't know where she is. I'll find her. Don't worry. I'll find her. Well, I wish I could help you, Ben. I feel now as if perhaps I should stay. No, no. Go on. Have your vacation. I can manage alone. There's nothing you could do, Jesse. Jesse Ward turned and left the room. She was smiling. If you really wanted to help Ben, Jesse, why didn't you tell him of the reservation you had made for his daughter? A reservation at a Los Angeles hotel. Yet you know that Kit isn't in Reno. But evidently you intend to keep this information to yourself. And I wonder about this sudden vacation of yours, Miss Ward. I wonder if that's the right name for it. <laughs> 